January 1941, L.A.'s fine but New York's home for singer Neil Diamond, who was born in Brooklyn, New York. The movie Buck Privates, which only sounds dirty, starring Abbott and Costello, was released. And Superman stops an illegal gambling den with the help of something he made in his laboratory. It all happens in the next issue of Action Comics. Super friends, and welcome to another death-defying episode of Reaction Comics, where today we're here talking about Action Comics number 32 from January 1941. On the cover of this issue, I'm almost positive this has nothing to do with the story. Uh, it shows Superman smashing through the wall of, I'm, I'm going to guess... Um, some sort of mad scientist lab. There's a dude in the background um, who's got like, he looks like he's about to pull the switch of a man who looks like he's in the electric chair, but this man pulling the switch doesn't look like he works for the governor's office or for a prison, so it doesn't look like it's just an execution. But, um, and the man getting electrocuted is in a fine suit, so I don't think... It, maybe it's some sort of laboratory test. Um, and the dude in the background's got like these little sunglasses, I, I think, and almost like a mohawk and a, um, some sort of like goatee. But then he's wearing a white lab coat, I guess. I don't know. It, this has nothing to do with the story, but uh, Superman is smashing through a wall, which is one of his favorite things to do. So why don't we jump right into this issue and get to the uh, to the real fun. So the first panel, the first page is actually mostly one giant panel at the top. There's only three panels on the entire page, and the first one takes up 60% of the page. It shows a car flying over, like, I'm assuming this guy took this turn on this edge of this cliff way too fast. The car is flying over the cliff. He is, he seems to be um, in peril. Like, he's like, oh no, but Superman's right there to jump up and save the day. Now, Superman doesn't fly, so I'm assuming he'll catch the car and, I don't know, fall with it? Or maybe he's so strong that he can keep the car going up with his, like, he's jumping. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I'm assuming the guy's fine. It says, uh, that there's one little text box that says, Of all evils, gambling is one of the most vicious. See, I didn't expect that with this picture. And I feel like... This is this issue might be a commentary on uh, Siegel and Schuster's thoughts on gambling. Its toll of human suffering is almost beyond belief. To smash the gambling racket in Metropolis is Superman's goal in this thrilling new adventure of the Man of Tomorrow. Today's episode is brought to you by DraftKings. No, I'm just kidding, but it's amazing how far the world has come where you know, Superman is in, in this issue in 1941. They're talking about 
how terrible gambling is. And you put on any television today and you'll see commercials for an app that you can gamble from anywhere in the world on anything with your entire life savings out of your pocket. Uh, it's, 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 that's what 80 years will do, right? 80 years changes things. So that, again, that box has nothing to do with anything going forward. It's just kind of an action piece. Because the next panel, we're at the offices of the Daily Planet. And over the radio, um, I assume they just have a police radio. Uh, they hear, calling all cars, man about to attempt suicide jump off Gerard Bridge. And the editor's like, you hear that, Clark? You bet I do. So Clark's already running out the door. The next panel, we see this guy who seemed to climb really high on this bridge. Um, it looks like, I mean, I don't know what kind of bridge the Gerard Bridge in Metropolis is, but it just zoomed in like this. It seems like one of those suspension bridges. So there's high, um, high things, high poles and high construction structures. That's the word I was looking for that you can climb up. And he's standing up there in his nice suit. Um, and there's, these, there's a crowd at the bottom. Oh, I see. There's water right on the edge. And they're yelling, don't jump. And someone else said, he'll be killed. Yeah, I think, I think that's what he's going for. So Clark arrives on the scene and he's yelling at the cop. He's, can't you do something? He's going to jump. Cop says, we're doing our best to stop him. I don't know why he's Irish or terrible Irish accent. A Superman, I'm, I'm sorry, Clark is like, there's no time to waste. I'll have to change to my Superman identity in order to save this fellow. Now, why didn't he just show up as Superman in the first place? I don't know. But the next panel, oh boy, uh, it's, it says a few seconds later and the guy jumped. He just shows him falling and he says, I want to die. But as the would-be suicide plunges off the tower structure, I can read, and plummets down toward the river below, Superman's jumping down. He doesn't fly, remember? I won't let him throw his life away. Superman snatches up the falling figure, and he says, and Superman says, just in time. The guy's like, what? The Man of Steel carries the intended suicide away from the crowd to a lonely spot. Interesting that they call the man suicide. Like, the person who's trying to commit suicide, they call him the suicide. Like, on the, it said before, the would-be suicide plunges off. And now it says he, he carries the intended suicide away. Like, that's the man... That's it. It seems like it's a thing, not a person who does the thing. Uh, and Superman's, you know, wants to talk to this guy, figure out what's going on. He says, "Now tell me, why did you want to commit suicide?" The guy says, I "I've I've lost my life savings. I gambled away my last penny at the Preston Club, a gambling resort. I don't deserve to live, I tell ya. And after the way my wife skimped for the kids, I don't know what that means. That means like she saved for the kids, and this guy." Gambled it all away at the Preston Club, a gambling resort. Letting the clerk know, he's like, this is the real issue. And Superman says, how can you even consider abandoning your wife and family? Now promise me you won't try such foolish thing again. I, I, I promise. That's the end of that. This guy was totally fine now. That's, I guess, how they deal with suicide in the 40s, where... Uh, this guy's doing it for a specific reason, and Clark's like, or I'm sorry, Superman says, don't do that again. You promise? I promise. Okay, good to go. So Superman, later, as Clark once again dons his civilian clothes, he's thinking to himself, because, as you know, Clark Kent and Superman love to talk to themselves. 
said there must be more incidents of this kind. The Preston Club must go. So Kent makes a beeline for the police chief's office. But hmm, he gets there. He says, gambling isn't permitted in Metropolis. Why isn't the law enforced at the Preston Club? And the chief is like, why bother me? I'm helpless to act without the instruction from the mayor. So this goes all the way up to City Hall. Next, at Mayor Worth's sumptuous office. Sumptuous. That's a that's an interesting choice of words. This guy looks like W.C. Field. I'm sure I've talked about him before. Clark is Clark is now talking to the mayor. The mayor is like easy, sitting back in his chair with a with a cigar in his hand. He says, "I've learned that the Preston Club is a gambling den. What are you going to do about it?" And the mayor says, "Er, gambling? Did you say?" I was under the impression it was um er uh, uh, a social club because of it. Like this guy's not a good liar. Clark says, "Well, your impression is wrong. Are you going to order the place raided, or must I write an article calling on the citizens to?" So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Clark is like, "Are you going to raid it, or am I going to call on the citizens to? I don't know, storm this place? I mean, the citizens probably like it, Clark." Uh, and the mayor says, "Wait, you say there's gambling going on at that club?" Come with me. I'll lead the raid myself. Okay, I don't trust this mayor. I'm just saying. Uh, they go to the gambling club, and hmm, there's a guy, like, looks like he's, I don't know if he's the, runs the place, or if he's the doorman. They get there, and the mayor, there's the mayor, Clark, and a police officer. That's, that's the raid. And the mayor says, let us in, or, and the guy at the door is like, come right in. No one's stopping you. As they enter the club, the mayor says, now we'll see if you're right about this being a gambling resort. But I don't see anything in there. The mayor's like, you, you, you stated there was gambling here, Kent. Oh, show me. Where is it? I, I, I don't see any. I, I, I'm afraid I owe Mr. Preston an, an apology. And Mr. Pre that must be Mr. Preston. He's got his arms, like, right at his side. He is, like, you know, he's got his hands on his hips, kind of. He is upset. I can't even tell you who this guy looks like. I, I don't know. He's just... He looks like trouble. I'll put it that way. He just has this scowlish face. He says, this is an outrage. Raiding a respectable social club like this. But later, as Clark departs, he says, can it be possible that the man who attempted suicide lied to me? I wonder. And at the same time, you're thinking, wait a minute, the man who just jumped off a bridge? Could he be unreliable in what he was talking about at that moment? Like, yeah, Clark. It's possible, uh, but I'm sure he's fine. Changing back to his Superman outfit, he trails the mayor's car. Somehow, can't get over the belief that gambling does go on at the Preston Club. So I'll trail the mayor back to his office, okay? Wouldn't you, why wouldn't you just, like, peek into the Preston Club? But, all right. So outside the mayor's office, peeping the, the peeping Clark, as, as peeping Superman, he really loves hanging out outside windows and looking in. Uh, he overhears a phone conversation. He says, just as I suspected, the mayor is phoning the Preston Club. Uh-oh, I don't trust this mayor, Clark. So this is what Clark overhears. The man, in, he can hear the man on the phone, the other man the, from uh, the Preston Club. Uh, Mr. Preston, he says, thanks for the tip-off, mayor. A real raid would have proved embarrassing for both of us. And the mayor says, this, this, this has got to end, Preston. I want nothing to do with your filthy racket. The next morning at the Daily Planet, so again, Superman's like, well, I figured it out. I'm going to go home, get some rest. 
And the, the next morning, he goes into work, and he's like, sorry, Chief. Uh, when we crashed the Preston Club, there was no gambling in evidence. So he, like, the, the Chief is back at his um, his place at, at the office. Clark leaves, sees a man um, jump, you know, off a, off a bridge, or hears about a man jumping off a bridge. Clark leaves, and he doesn't hear from Clark the next day. I guess he called him to tell him about the Preston Club. Um, but then now he's, he waited the next day to say there's no evidence. And Lois is there to really, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, dig the needles in. She says, Are you sure you were wearing your glasses? <laughs> oh, Lois, you'd love him if he wasn't wearing his glasses. Actually, you do love him when he's not wearing his glasses. So the chief says, I've got an idea. If, you, if the both of you drop in unexpected at the club, you might catch Preston off guard. Clark and Lois enter a cab. Now they're in a cab, and Lois, Clark is nervous. He says, granted that these gamblers may be uh, thugs and gulp killers. Uh, don't be frightened, Lois. I- I'll be with you. And Lois is like, uh, I'd be much safer in your presence if you would stop with your chattering. Lois just does not have time for Clark. So when they reach the Preston Club, uh, Lois says, talk, talk right up to him, Clark. Uh, if if you don't let us in, we'll we'll assume you have nothing to hide. And Preston said, "Oh, it's you, huh? You want back in? Beat it. We don't want any reporters around here." And um, then Lois says, "Look out, Clark!" And Preston just manhandles Clark, shoves him, says, "I said scram." Lois is like, "You're hopeless." She just has again no time for Clark. Um, and Clark says, uh, but, but, but I, don't, I don't dare go back and, uh, and uh, slug him. He's liable to attack me again. So now Lois goes home, back to her apartment. She alters her appearance slightly, which means she puts her hair up and I guess changes her dress. He's like, if only this worked. So she telephones several friends and finally she gets some schlub that wants to take her out. Can you get me into the Preston Club? You can. So she probably made like seven calls. Can you get me into the pressing club? No? Okay, bye. Click. Finally, this guy says he can. He's probably like, finally, a date with Lois Lane. Uh, doesn't really turn out that well. So shortly later, a disguised Lois enters the Preston Club with a gentleman friend. We don't know who he is. We don't know anything about him. He's got uh, silver hair, so he's a silver fox. And Lois is thinking, we know that because there's parentheses around her word bubble. They, it's weird. Or she's talking low. I don't know if that was because we've seen the thought bubbles with the with the little circles. But the, you know, when there's was a when there's a line directly um, from the person's face, you know, it's a, it's them saying something. So parentheses. I guess she's whispering. Good. So far, I haven't been recognized. Lois is thrilled to see the interior of the Preston Club loaded with gambling equipment. She approaches the table. Now again, she can't take pictures because this is 1941. She doesn't have a giant camera with like. You know, sit still, everyone. And when the giant um, flash, I don't know if that's what cameras were like in the 40s. Um, so she goes to the, looks like a roulette table. She says, ooh, goody, this looks like fun. And the dealer says, have some chips. Shortly later, he says, too bad, lady, you lost a small fortune. Lois says, but so I have. But I'll let you in on a little secret. I have no money. So this guy just gave him her chips. And then you call later on the amount you owe? Wouldn't you, like, say, give me $100 in chip, and there you go? Um, so the, the dealer's like, what? You'd better see Preston. 
So Lois is taken to Preston's private office. Uh-oh. Private office of a private uh, illegal gambling den? This can't go well. So Lois says, I'm flat broke. Pitiful, huh? Not much of a plan you had there. She lost heavily. Then she tries to welch. That's what the dealer said. It sounded like that guy in The Simpsons. And Preston says, let's see her purse. I'll see if she's lying. Preston sees Lois's reporter card, which she forgot to remove from her bag. Good job, Lois. Grab her. She's a Daily Planet re reporter. Let me go. So there's this now this this um, I guess if you're an, if you're a dealer of an illegal gambling den, you're also probably a tough guy. So he grabs Lois, and she says, "Let me go. You, you better because there's nothing you can do to stop me from reporting everything that happened." Wait, let me go. You better let me go because there's nothing you can do to stop me from reporting everything that happens. Lois, I think there's something they could do. And and I think uh, letting you go is not one of those. So now this guy's pouring a drink and he says, so I can't prevent you from talking, huh? That's where you're mistaken, my girl. I can stop you. And I will. So I'm assuming murder. But instead, the drink he's pouring, he tries to shove it in her face and says, and this is what's going to shut you up. Drink! I, w I won't. You can't make me drink that. You're trying to poison me. Now he takes a gun out and says, Drink or I'll blow your brains out. Oh, I'll drink. Now, again, why didn't he... he I guess he doesn't want to do murder. He doesn't want to murder her. Um, meanwhile, as Clark nears his apartment, like, what, what goes on? That's what he said. Now that is really weirdly worded. What goes on in a nearby alley? Two thugs are waiting for Clark to pass. There are these two guys. Um, and you know they're no up to no good because, well, they're holding guns. And they obviously work for Preston. They say, we ought to be along. He ought to be along any minute now. Preston says to be sure and finish this Kent guy so he can't cause any more trouble. So, just a thought. They're going to murder Clark Kent, but they're not going to murder Lois. So I guess if you, okay, if you murder Clark Kent, you could say maybe it was a, a mugging and had nothing to do with Preston. But if you murdered them both, then it would be a little suspicious. Okay, okay, uh, I'm, I'm with you. So, but Clark is able to uh, hear them. He, his super hearing allows him to hear every word. And he says, so that's how it is. Here's where I throw an unexpected hitch into their plans. And as he's saying this, he's taking off his Clark Kent uh, shirt, his work shirt, and showing that he's Superman again. From an adjoining roof, Superman watches the thugs and says, <laughs> Now for a little surprise. And now these guys are still down there waiting. Like, what's keeping that fella anyway? I hope nothing happened to him. I hope nothing happened to him. Just when we were about all set to bump him off. Like, I hope he's okay so we can kill him. And Superman jumps down and says, Hello, fellas. And they're like, oh, oh, it's Superman. Shoot him. They start shooting at him with a gun and... Superman's like, it's just a waste of bullet bullets, boys. I wonder if that's where the band Bullet Boys got their name from. Probably not. The other guy says, the bullets, they're bouncing off. And then Clark smashes their heads together. Now, if he used full force, their faces and, and heads and craniums would explode into a mass of just gelatinous, disgusting, just mush. But he just clinks them enough together to knock them out. And he, he even has a little... Little joke, he says, just as I thought, hollow. Now to take these thugs back to the Preston Club. So he grabs both of them and jumps and leaps and jumps to the Preston Club. 
Outside the club, Superman starts to don his outer garments. Uh-oh. Whirling, he sees Lois looking at him wide-eyed. Oh, my goodness gracious. Clark literally has his glasses on, his shirt's going on, and his pants are on, and his Superman shirt. And, like, if, if unless you're a complete, you know, like, insane person, you're going to realize that this is it. This is, this, is, this is the person who really is Superman. And Super Clark says, Lois. And he says, so it's finally happened. At last. He's thinking to himself now, as it was bound to. Lois knows my true identity. He probably wants to tell her. But then Superman notes, Lois? Hmm. Say, she seems to be staring right through me as if in a date. Her staring eyes, it, it's not amazement. There, there's something else causing them to dilate. So her eyes are now all dilated. And she's just completely in a daze. And it, obviously it has to, it must be that drink, right? So he's like, perhaps my superhero will give me a clue of what happened to Lois. And of course it does, because while the moment Superman shows up, hanging outside the window again, listening in, as he, as he wants to do, uh, he sees the dealer and Mr. Preston talking. And he's, Preston's like, I had a scientist friend prepared this fluid for me. One sip and the person forgets everything. We didn't worry about that girl reporter blabbling now. Nice work, Preston. And then Superman outside's like, hmm, so Preston's to blame. I might have guessed. You might have guessed? So he goes back to the two thugs. Remember, they're knocked out. And um, he says, he's welcome to his thugs. And then... The Man of Steel hurls the still unconscious thugs through the windows. Now, he's back on the ground. He picked up both these guys. and Either he threw them quick or he threw them both at once. And he's throwing them, these grown men, from the ground floor. It looks like across a yard, up into the second window of the second floor window of this house. Like, if, if they have to either go through the hole perfectly... Or there will be multiple broken bones and concussions. And again, these guys deserve it. They were there to kill Clark. But um, I just love that Superman's like, Well, here's your thugs, you son of a bee. I've got to get Lois to a doctor at once. She's got to be cured. So um, in his identity as Clark Kent, he takes Lois to a prominent doctor. Tell me, doctor, can you bring her out of it? And the doctor, you know, look, he's like got that. Whatever that thing is that doctors wore all the time on their head. It, it, oh, it would use the light. There's like a little mirror that they'd use to, I guess, look into your face. I don't know. I don't know. He says, hmm, very interesting. Very interesting. Sorry, I can do nothing for her. <laughs> her case is hopeless. She will have to spend the remainder, remainder of her days in a sanitarium. What? So this guy takes this Clark to this doctor in the middle of the night. He spends three minutes looking in her eyes. He's like, Nope, nope, can't do anything. Uh, here's a wheelchair. Well, we're into the sanitarium. All right, thank you. Well, we'll take it from here. But instead, Clark obviously leaves with her. And he says, as they leave the doctor's office, he's like, I I've got to help her. But what can I do? And then Clark realizes, wait a minute. I'm Superman. And he says to himself, mental hypnosis. If this fails to work, I'll have to give up. So apparently, Clark slash Superman can do mental hypnosis. He can basically glamour her like a true blood vampire. He's looking directly into her eyes. He's grabbing her by the, he has her by the cheek, like the chin, holding her kind of like the cheek, like he wants to go in for a kiss, but he's not looking like he wants a kiss. And we see this white line, like 
shooting out of his eyes into her eyes. Now, I, I'm assuming it's just meant to be like his hypnosis thought. I don't know. But um, she's like, oh, my head. What, 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 what? And Clark's like, it worked. But if she remembers me changing from Superman to, oh, boy. And he's, Clark says, think back. What can you recall? She's like, I, I don't, how did I get here? I don't remember a thing after Preston forced me to drink that horrible liquid. Aha. So luckily she remembers, she remembers right up to the pot where she drank it. With relief, Clark realizes that Lois does not know his secret. He urges her to keep her information about Preston a secret until she has proof. Then hours later in Clark's laboratory. What? Clark's laboratory? When the hell did Clark Kent get a laboratory? I thought he had an apartment. He has a laboratory. What is going on here? Now Clark, he's he's still dressed like Clark, but he's got a few he's got his sleeves rolled up a bit. No tie on it. His his um his top button on his shirt is open. Um so he's like, this is relaxed Clark Kent. And he says, The crypto ray gun. A startling invention with which I can snap pictures. They are developed right in the gun and can be flashed upon a wall. Now, again, he's alone in this quote-unquote laboratory that Clark Kent all of a sudden has. You see these, like, I don't know what these things are. There's a workbench, I think, with a, in the background. Uh, then there's all these kind of electrical tubes and wires and, and, and thingamabobs. Um, but Clark is, like, leaning over and he's shooting this ray gun, like, up at a wall with light shooting out of it. And he, he makes this amazing invention that should be worth uh, uh, billions of dollars. Like, this is, you know, you don't have an iPhone? You don't have, a, a, like, a, a, a Polaroid camera? No, no. I've, incre I've created the crypto ray gun. Listen to this again. A startling, he's explaining this to us, but he's really just talking to himself in his laboratory. A startling invention with which I can snap pictures. They are developed right in the gun and can be flashed upon a wall, like a projector. And he calls it the crypto ray gun. Did, have we said Krypton yet? Like, has, has that even come up yet? I feel like I say that every time. And, uh, and then um, the, the Superman, my, my buddy who, who does the Superman classic radio podcast, uh, gives me the correct answer. And then I forget about it again. Um, he says, uh, but like this, this gun, this gun, this photo camera gun is amazing. So later, and now, with his new invention, he heads to the Preston Club. Now, if you're a police officer and you just happen, or someone just happens to see Superman flying through the air, holding a gun, you'll be like, "What in the world is going on here?" Uh, outside the club of the window, outside the club window, because again, Superman loves hanging outside windows. He snapped pictures of the gambling machines in action. He's like, "Pictures don't lie," and he's snapping all these pictures. Then, as Superman tries to enter the club, the door is slammed in his face. I said. Day out. And Superman said, and I said, I'm coming in. And he smashes right through the locked door. And the guy inside is like, whoa. And then, of course, inside, Superman just starts smashing and thrashing and trashing all the gambling equipment. He says, I'll put an end to this illegal racket. Then, as, as the strong-armed men try to stop Superman, and they, he, they all show up, he says, no more hard-earned savings will be wasted here. Out of my way. It looks like he gives one punch that knocks all three of these fellas out, which is pretty spectacular. The panic-stricken Preston flees in terror. He says, away, I've got to get away. Preston speeds off in his car, unaware that Superman trails him overhead. Meanwhile, 
Lois approaches the mayor. And I don't I haven't read anything yet here in this box. But do they notice there's like a creepy ghost boy on the corner staring at us? Like he is staring directly into my eyes and into my soul. This little kid in a little like shirt and tie just frozen. What is going on? Okay, anyway, uh, this kid is unsettling. So Lois is talking to the mayor. She says, it's, it's within your power to stop the gambling at the Preston Club. Why don't you? Why don't you? The mayor says, I'll tell you. Preston gave my son something to drink that has affected his mind. Unless I do as Preston bids, he threatens to never cure the boy. Oh, so this kid has the same, like, drink the same thing that Lois drank. And uh, why is he staring right at me? It is, that is creepy. Uh, then now at this point, so Preston went straight to the mayor's club, the mayor's office, okay, to run from Superman. And while he's in, so Preston shows up and says, you, and Lois says, my memory has returned. And I assure you, I remember plenty. The mayor says, I can't stand any, stand any more of your deceit, Preston. I refuse to obey you any longer. I'll expose you if it's the last thing I do. At this point, Superman doesn't walk, doesn't just follow Preston up the stairs. He's, he's at the window. And uh, he says, nice going, mayor. I don't know why he doesn't stop them. So wait, the Man of Steel is outside snapping photos. And he says, nice going, mayor. But then... The next panel shows the infuriated Preston forces the mayor and Lois into his car at gunpoint. I'm sorry. Um, why didn't Superman just climb through the window and like slap Preston and, and that's it? Every, here's your proof. Uh, what the hell, Superman? Like the Was the window closed? You couldn't open it? So the mayor says, you can't get away with this, Preston. Lois says, you're mad. And Preston says, into the car, both of you. I'll fix it so you neither of you talk again, ever. So now Superman goes into the mayor's uh, office and cures the boy. He sees him standing there and uh, does his hypnotism again. Says, there, you'll be all right. And the boy says, where's my daddy? <laughs> Superman said, well, I, I let him go. Uh, he was getting, last time I saw him, he was getting in a car at gunpoint. Uh, I should go check on him. And the kid's like, where's my daddy? So now Superman is flying after Preston, um, and the mayor and Lois, he's still got his camera gun. And Superman says, Preston has Lois and the mayor in that car. And he's desperate. <laughs> so Preston somehow does this perfectly. He's driving along that same, uh, okay, it's the same cliff that we saw in that first panel. So it's somewhat related, except there's no driver in the car because Preston drives the car, leaps out of it before it streaks off the cliff. And Preston says, die, blast you, as he runs off. And Superman just goes, sneak just jumps up goes out you go plucks the two passengers from the falling car and as preston tries to flee while he's carrying the two of them he says oh nope in a hurry you're coming along with us and seconds later superman deposits lois the mayor and preston in front of the police station then he says here's the crypto ray gun with the evidence proving preston's guilty lois should be like i'm sorry the what the crypto ray gun what the hell is a crypto ray gun but instead, Lois says, I can never thank you enough. No one teach. I guess he doesn't teach her how to do it. She just knows. So later, Clark arrives as Lois flashes the photographic evidence for the police. So Clark left. I mean, Lois, Superman left. Clark runs in really quick. And we see uh, these, these photos of Preston up on the wall uh, playing roulette. And the police officer says, that's the evidence. This evidence settles it. 
This evidence settles Preston's hash, is what it says. I don't know what the hell that means. Um, and then the mayor says, but it also involves me. I'm ruined, ruined. And Lois says, you'll be cleared, mayor, when I testify that Preston forced you to betray your office against your will. You know, for the kid. Has anyone checked on the kid? Anybody? Uh, the end. That's the final panel. So, nothing super or spectacular happens in this issue, this episode. Well, this issue of Action Comics. Uh, it's just kind of like small town crookery, small town business, um, uh, you know, small town organized crime, I guess you could say. And maybe that kind of stuff happened a lot in those days. And, and Schuster and Siegel are like, this is our way to say how it's not good. In fact, it's bad. Um, yeah, that, I mean, nothing amazingly spectacular happened. That This crypto ray gun and the fact that Clark has a laboratory really um, has thrown me for a loop. I can't wait to see what happens next in that laboratory. Or I can't wait for it to never be brought up again. That's also the option. Um, but that's it. That's it, everybody. Um, I think we nailed it. So, yeah, it's been... I, I, I wasn't... It's been a little bit since I did the last episode. Uh, it's Monday morning right now. It's the Monday before Thanksgiving for those of you listening uh, recently. Uh, and I wanted to get an episode up, so I did it before work this morning. Um, usually I try to do it at night on a Sunday night or a Saturday night. But I'm here before work because I love my action comics and I love talking about them. Uh, so, as I said, if you're listening to this episode this week, it is the, the, um, the week the Monday before Thanksgiving. So everyone in the United States, have a nice Thanksgiving. Everyone else not in the United States, uh, just have a good week. And if you are going to watch the Macy's Parade, I wonder if we'll see a Superman uh, balloon. Uh, do they still do the Superman balloons? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, but that's it. That's it, everybody. That's it. That's it. I said it three times. So thank you again for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And uh, remember, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Thank you, super friends. See you next time. Bye. Fans not experts.